Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. For kids who are now realizing they're running out of summer. They're struggling to survive the last few weeks before they have to go back to the dreary grind of school. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Some schools I'm, I'm are already so, in. So ready for school to start again. I don't want them to start at the end of July, though. That's ridiculous. I, I do think it's a little bit early. Uh, the going back to you could never do that here in Texas. It's too fucking hot. Mm-hmm. The schools would cry if they had to run air conditioning in August. It's crazy hot. Just insanely crazy, ridiculously burning hot. And right now we're in the middle of some kind of fucking hell storm where it's just been hot for like 30 days. Like uh, over 100 degrees. Yeah, let me just say this. People in other parts of the country, shut up. Shut up. Well, the humidity level is I don't fucking care. I had to listen to people telling me, oh my God. It's so hot right now in the Midwest. Fuck you. It feels like it's 103. It is 105 at my house right now, and it feels like my balls are melting inside my pants. People in New York. Oh, my God, it's 93 degrees. Fuck you. Fuck you. The difference is also that a lot of the places that are having the record heat right now, people don't have central air conditioning. They have window units and fans. Okay. It's not as effective. Okay. I know you don't care, but that's what the difference is. There's people in Texas that don't have air conditioning either. Well, that's true. And at this point, it doesn't hardly matter if you have air conditioning or not. It's fucking hot. It doesn't really work very well. No. My air conditioner goes, guess what? It's 113 degrees outside. Tough. 85. That's the best I can do. Tough. It's going to be hot inside the house too. Sorry. But I just think it's funny that they act like this is some kind of fucking major apocalypse in different parts of the country. It's been hot there before. Stop being a baby. No, I don't care. I don't care. I, I don't. It's hot. We know it's hot. Stop talking about it. If they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Do not complain about how hot it is. Now, People in the chat room are telling me not to complain about it when I say it's 20 degrees in the winter. True, but I have lived places where it is a bazillion below, and I understand that it's not that cold there in Texas. Right? It is if you're standing out at the bus stop and the wind is blowing. I'm just saying, you and I both know what cold is, and we both know what hot is. So it annoys us when That's people true. are saying it's cold or it's hot when it's, it's really not. It's 90 degrees. It's hot. Fuck you. I don't know what hot is. Whatever. I've been in places where it was cold enough that if I went outside and peed, my dick would turn into an icicle. I would be impaled on my own urine. That's how fast it would well, freeze. Well, and you also know what hot is because you used to work in front of nasty furnaces I used to melt that rocks. killed all your sperminators. <laughs> I, used to, I used to melt rocks for a living, so fuck you. I know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. So we know what I'm talking about. At the beginning of the summer, both of my children showed up with books in their hands, right? Saying we have to read these yeah. before the end of the of the summer. The summer right. is twelve weeks long. Okay, right. One one book is To Kill a Mockingbird, which I think is thirty five pages long. No, it's a little more. It's than not. That. It's not. It's <laughs> not, not two hundred. It's not as much. It's not even two hundred pages long. I don't think. 
To Kill a Mockingbird is a short fucking book. It is pretty short. By the time it gets rolling, it's over. Right, and I'm not saying that it's a bad book. I actually enjoyed To Kill a Mockingbird I when I had to read it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like when I had to read Hemingway when I was like, I would kill myself if I was Hemingway too. This is some shit. But thing three has to read To Kill a Mockingbird and she's acting like she was told she has to read War and Peace in the original Russian. She's been putting the shit off all summer. Tell me how horrible this book is Mm -hmm. before she's even picked it up. Well, it's not just that, but she has to do a lot of uh, analytical studies of the book along the way okay but they're eighth grader analytical studies of the book that's not, true nobody's asking her to write a fucking thesis paper but that's how she's treating it right she's totally dragging her feet so she's been dragging her feet dragging her feet dragging her feet and I, finally i just said just fucking do it i expect this shit to be done sit down and fucking do it work on an hour a day you'll be done in a week well, meanwhile that still wasn't good enough though I know. She didn't want to do it. Uh, She wants to go visit family with thing one. She's taking a trip. And I said, I'll make a deal with you. I'll let you go on that trip if you finish your book and all the pages that you have to do with it. Right. So that was her bribe. Mm -hmm. She's on chapter four. (laughs) (sighs) She's She's only got a couple weeks. She's running out of time. And thing two was doing the same shit. She had to read Jane Eyre, which is a longer book. And I don't know if Jane Eyre is good or not. I look at it and go, well, it looks like it's going to be kind of shitty. Right? Did you ever read Jane Eyre? I did. Did you like it? It was all right. I think it's a lot harder to get through than To Kill a Mockingbird, for sure. Well, it's old-timey, right? Yes. And it's written in a way that there's not very much exciting happening. Yes. <laughs> that was always my complaint when I, had, when I took English classes and they would have me read books. I would start and I was like, you, you understand that Fiction writing now is significantly more advanced than it was when Dickens was writing books, right? Mm-hmm. And we're better at it now, which means books today are often more entertaining than books written before. And like Dickens, I think I liked A Tale of Two Cities because there was head choppings. Nice. But that's it. That's the only Dickens book I was ever able to get through other than, you know, A Christmas Carol, but that's not a big fucking deal. That wasn't even that great. But Thing 2 has been putting this shit off forever. And the thing that annoys me about Thing 2 is she can read a 500-page book in three days. Right. If it's something that she wants to read. It's not a problem for her. She can get through the fucking book. Mm-hmm. She's been putting it off all summer. Well, this week, the new Dresden Files book came out. Right. And I told her last Tuesday, a week before it came out, I said... Uh, you cannot read the new Dresden Files book until you have read Jane Eyre. Right. She acted like I told her she had to gargle dishwashing liquid and comet before she would be allowed to read the new Dresden Files. For a reader, she opposes assigned reading like no kid I've ever seen. Well, I think, you know, I don't know. She likes to spend her time reading the things that she wants to read, for one. Right. And a lot of times, the people that are in her class don't get it when they're reading the books. It's very tedious. Yes, but if you can read fast, like even when I was a kid, I understood, I can read fast. I'm just going to get fucking through this. I'm going to put my fucking head down and get it done. I kind of think half in the back of their mind, 
they were thinking they could pull the wool over our eyes. That we wouldn't notice that they didn't really read it. Whatever. And, you know, you can get spark notes online now. Yeah. Makes it way too easy. No, that's not good. So, no. That's not going to fly in this house. They're going to have to do the reading. But, so how long has it been since you gave thing to the ultimatum that she couldn't have? She read, it, she read it in four days. Yeah, and actually, <laughs> she, I mean, you've only had the book for, what, 12 hours? Oh, the new book? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I gave it, and then she was ready to read it. I was like, yeah, there you go. Yep, so that's the proper motivation. I guess, but I think she's old enough now that me just telling her she needs to fucking do it should be motivation enough. I get tired of near adults having to be cajoled. I know that's what one of the things. I think she would do it eventually. Yeah, but I know she's not one to let things go. Yeah, but I don't like the stress of me having to look at her every day going, are you going to read that fucking book or are you going to annoy me some more? I know, especially when she would read like five pages and then put it down. It's like, you're not going to get anything out. Well, of it. Now you got to reread those five pages because you're and, not really soaking it in. And she would do the thing where she sits around the house and reads a couple pages and goes, oh, this book is so fucking awful. <laughs> hey, I don't have to read it, so I don't care how bad it is. Just fucking read it. We'll see. That's true. Well, I think, you know, the kids also don't like the fact that school haunts them all summer long. It's like you can't really get away from it because, you know, you got this stupid homework assignment hanging yeah. around. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Uh, I kind of agree. But just do it. Just fucking do it. You have a you have barely a week's worth of homework. Just fucking do it. They could have been done with it before summer even really started. But you don't want to read it too soon because then you're going to forget all the important details. And then they have an exam on it the first day of school, which I think is rude. But, okay, so we got a a letter in the mail the other day. And we talked about it before, that thing, too, took some AP exams at the end of the year. And, And she told us, I totally fucking bombed these. I didn't know anything. That's what she tells us. I'm not going to get any advanced placement credit because I sucked on these tests. To be fair, her teacher was pretty much telling her that she sucked. Her teacher flat out told everybody that she thought they were all going to fail. So when a kid listens to that, they somewhat buy into it since this teacher that they've had all year seems to think they're not going to do well, then probably they're not going to do well. Okay, but when when you take a test, and I've taken many tests, in fact, I still take tests. I know when I've nailed it. Didn't yeah, you? Yeah, but a I lot mean, of times you know. when you're writing an essay, it's subjective according to who's grading it. Let, let me ask you a question. You and I and thing two and thing one to some extent and thing three to some extent all come from the great bullshitter school well, of testing. Yes. If you handed, when I was growing up, if you handed me a fucking essay test, I was ecstatic because I didn't actually have to know a fucking thing. All I had to do was to put in some buzzwords and make complete sentences, and I would get an A, right? Yeah. Did you ever take an essay test in your high school career that you did not fucking nail, whether mm. you knew it or not? No. Me either. Thing two is at least as smart as both of us. So when she's like, is it an essay test? Then who fucking cares? You did fine. It's not all happy. But still, you did fine. Yeah, so she gets her AP scores, and lo and behold, she not only passed them, she passed them with a very high score. How could she not have known that she did that I, I well? I just think she wasn't very confident. But, okay. 
when you're taking, like I said before, when you're taking a test and you're filling it out, you know if you know it or you don't. And she clearly knew it because she could not have luckily gotten almost everything right. Well, that's true. So, I don't know. It just annoys me when she's so down. I'm so stupid. Really? Really? If you're stupid, then what's everybody else? Drooling fucking mongoloids? Picking their noses and eating their own feces? So, she is excited now. And she's actually going to add another AP class to her roster. Well, you might as well. So, she'll have three more. You might as well. But she's only she'll only be a junior. Right. And in, in true thing one fashion, uh, anytime somebody else does good, it's a direct attack on you. Yeah. Like her score suddenly got <sighs> Oops, sorry. Yeah, like like her score suddenly dropped. Or that she somehow is deprived of a good grade because thing two took them all. Right. I'm so tired of that. I'm so tired it's- of it healthy competition right it's yes but our kids need to understand the difference between competition where everybody wins and competition that is somehow a zero-sum game it's like thing one believes that if thing two gets an a she cannot get an a now that's how she acts oh well you got an a then i'm only gonna be able to get a yeah, b like there's only one right there's only one and you took there. it it's fucking dumb you're not being graded on a curve by a family our kids i i just don't know soon we'll be out of kids though are you excited? Not as excited as you are. Are you going to be one of those whiny empty nest bitches? Because I can't have that. No. Once well, I have too I, much stuff to do. I like my kids, and once but once they get out, then you and I can go back to enjoying ourselves. Because <laughs> before we had kids, You're you and so I rude. Before you and I had kids, we had a pretty exciting life, didn't we? You don't think we had an exciting life? Well, we I think it's like fun. anybody's life before they have no, children. No, it's not. You and I... You, you and get to focus on yourselves. If you and I had not had kids, we would have been world adventurers. That is a fact. I do think it's funny, though, that the kids were out of the house, and we knew they were going to be out of the house for a couple hours. Yeah. And while they were gone, we not only had sex, we had ice cream, too. Yes. <laughs> and got rid of all of the evidence. Holy shit. <laughs> Kids are gone. Let's fuck and eat ice cream. <laughs> Done. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Well, <laughs> <laughs> holy crap. We can fuck in the daytime and eat ice cream. We win. <laughs> and I, I thought it was funny only because... The kids are going out and doing stuff now, and it really is very nice to have all of the children out of the house without one or the other of us having to be gone. It's kind of weird because it doesn't happen very often outside of the school year, you know, when they're all gone. And even during the school year, two of them would be gone and thing one would be home a lot. So the house was never really devoid of kids. So I'll be curious to see what happens when they're all gone. I'm kind of making plans. I got a list. Some people call it a bucket list. I call it a fuck it list. Nice. Fuck it. Let's do it. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be exciting, fun stuff. According to researchers, your belly button collects quite a bit more than just lint. Jerry Holker. I know I pronounced that incorrectly, but who cares? And Andrea Lucky, two microbiologists from NCSU, collected 95 belly button swabs as part of this biodiversity study. The pair isolated a whopping 1,400 strains of bacteria 
662 of which may be new species not yet described by science. This This is an example of how lazy scientists are. After this long, I should not be finding shit on my body that you don't know what it is. That just means people haven't been studying. People aren't looking into things. Belly buttons are gross anyway. I don't like the way they look most of the time. (laughs) 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 Because they're either the Audis that just, that's not good. Okay. (laughs) I I have to say. It's an any, and if you're even just even the slightly bis pudge, then it becomes a deep Eh, cavernous thing. Who cares? Who knows what's hiding in there? Any belly buttons, I don't mind at all. I don't care. They could be a little deep, whatever. I don't care. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Audi belly buttons are gross. And there should be a law that they have to be surgically modified to be innies because they are gross. Well, it's not like people can help it. Right? Man, I don't know. I, and I don't know what it is. I think the part of the problem about an Audi belly button is it's like, uh, it's like something you should never see. Well, yeah, it's the knot that you should never think about, right? Because right. it's like right. out of sight, out of mind. It disappeared. I don't, I don't ever have to think about that part of it again. Right. Is a belly button grosser than feet? Mm. Well, now that I know there's 1,400 strains of bacteria in there, maybe so. Do you think, though, that maybe belly buttons were a, a way for your body to grow little inoculation factories for you? So you get some bacteria that grow in there. So you're exposed to them. Right. And you, they don't make you sick later. I don't know, because I don't think most of the time they actually go anywhere. They're just trapped and they're incubating. You don't think the things you don't think the things you put in your belly button you're actually exposed to? Come on, that's bullshit. I don't put things in my belly button. I'm saying, if there's bacteria in your belly button, they're crawling in and out of your folds in there. Yeah. They're getting inside the knot and working their way inside your body. Yuck. Okay, I haven't any belly button. Or be thankful. Because we're humans. Except for when I had kids. And that's the most disturbing feeling. <laughs> when you get to be that you know, 40 weeks pregnant and all of a sudden your yeah. belly button does Pops. an inside out kind of thing. Your belly button looks it's like awful. a looks like a Jiffy Pop dome. It, it feels goes, weird Bing. and disturbing because, you know, you have, even though it's an irrational fear, you're like, what if that thing opens back up again? Because it's like stretched to the max. Yeah, you, you were funny about your belly button because when it popped, you hated if I touched it. You would always Ugh. complain about how strange it felt, which is true because there were parts of your skin that had never been outside your body before that were now being touched. And you're like, I don't even know what that is. Stop it. I can't. My brain has no way of processing that sensation. Stop. And it was gross because it was like a little hard mound of knurled up skin sticking out. Yummy. (laughs) And it was black. That was, (laughs) that's the other cruel trick that nature does. Like I'm going to, I'm going to rip your belly button outside your body and I'm going to paint a black line right down the middle of your gut. Enjoy. Yeah, it's real attractive. At least you didn't have big veins sticking out all over. Some chicks get their belly sticks out and then they get like bodybuilder vascular veins bulging out of like worms crawling under their skin. You. It's not like you have any control over it, so I'll let it go, but. Well, thanks. I kind of wonder. It's not like that now, so. Mm. Shut up. It is not. <laughs> Just teasing. But that is gross. They they were found this many kinds of bacteria they didn't even know about. And that's why I get mad at scientists. You spend all your time wanting to go to space and the bottom of the fucking ocean and inside volcanoes and out to the sun and all these other places. 
why don't you look at shit a little closer to home and find some things you didn't know about? Sometimes things are better left unfound. Oh, gosh. Next story. A 63-year-old California man was recovering in the hospital on Tuesday after trying to fix a hernia in his stomach with a six-inch butter knife. He Lisa. really did not like his what own belly button. The hell? <laughs> the man's wife called police to say that her husband was sick and tired of waiting to get surgery for his rupture and decided to take matters into his own hands on Sunday evening. When officers arrived at the couple's apartment, they discovered the man naked and sprawled out on a lawn chair with the butter knife protruding from his abdomen, Lauren said. The man was cooperative and even pulled the knife out when asked. Okay, that violates all of the first aid things that you're ever taught. When something goes in, you don't ever take it back out again. Yeah, when there's an impalement. You stabilize it, yes. Yeah, you leave that shit where you found it because you don't know what's going to happen when you pull it out. That guy could easily have pulled that knife out and then just started spraying blood out. I'm not really sure what he thought he was going to accomplish by cutting a hole in himself. Now, here's going to fix the hernia well, by really... adding a no, abdominal no, no, no. wound. No, no, he didn't really cut himself. He pushed it in with the butter knife. Ugh. But here's the thing. And the reason why I want to do the story is because there was also a story a couple weeks ago about a guy who robbed a bank. And then sat down because he wanted to get arrested so he could get treatment for a medical condition right. he had. Right. Mm -hmm. There's more and more of these stories happening where desperate old people are doing ridiculous shit in order to get medical treatment. And that is very disturbing. Because it would hurt like shit to walk around with a rupture all the time. I mean, it would it really would. be painful. And so the fact that this guy had to wait for whatever reason. Come on, man. Come on. Ugh. I mean, as much as I like to fix things, I like to think that I draw the line somewhere. I bet you could fix a rupture. Duct tape, you'd, maybe. You'd, you'd like zip on me open and push everything back in, stitch and it up. Velcro. Throw some, throw some stitches in there because you could stitch open a wound. You're pretty good. Jeez. I don't know. Did anybody you went to school with ever have a hernia? Mm -mm. I went to school with a little redheaded monkey boy that had a hernia. He looked like an orangutan, like a baby orangutan. I don't think it's that common in children, is it? No. I, it was never really explained. All we knew is that it happened to him, and he had to have surgery, and he lost a ball. So he was a little boy who looked like an orangutan, oh, and he only, he only had one ball. That didn't get him a lot of friends. I have to say that this description of the man naked in his front yard yeah. on a lawn chair. Check me out. Take a look at what I got going on. Ugh. people are desperate man and they get crazy people are really getting crazier all the time maybe he should have like looked in those old-timey comic books because they always had those devices for assisting with hernias in the backs are you kidding me no hernias were at one time so common they had yes you would buy girdles for them yes that's weird there was always in the back of the stupid comic books, you know, where they were always selling the weird. Yeah, x ray specs. Yes. Monkeys. Man. Those were always in there. I was like, why does somebody need that? One of my aunt's boyfriends one time gave me a bunch of comic books when I was a kid. And I was so excited when I was flipping through them because there was, you could buy a monkey. An right? actual monkey? An not actual, sea monkeys. No, no, no. Monkey, an, monkey. An actual monkey. That's not good. For $25. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was out of my mind excited. 
And then I brought it to my parents. And I was like, look, I have $25. <laughs> Saved up for my birthday. I am buying a fucking movie. <laughs> so you should brace yourself. And then somebody pointed out that the comic books were like 15 years old. There's there no way I was getting a monkey. I always remember the ad that showed the puny guy on the ground and the, the big bulky guy kicking sand in his face. Yeah, the Charles Atlas workout. Uh-huh. Yeah, Haggis Reflux stuck in the chat room about how he wanted to build his own hovercraft. I, too, wanted to build my own hovercraft. I was very excited about it. All those nifty neato things. God, and they were all such a fucking ripoff. I remember when I was big into Battlestar Galactica when I was growing up, and Trix had a Battlestar Galactica thing that if you sent in, like, 100 box tops, they would send you a bridge of the Battlestar Galactica spaceship. And I could not have one. But my rich cousins. Oh, who got all the name brand cereal. Correct. Got, <laughs> got one. And I used to go stay with them for a couple of days in the summer or whatever. And I went up there and they showed it to me. And Did you it, break it? No, I just looked at it and I was like, I wish you'd, I didn't even know that existed. It's so shitty. Oh, and it was just a total piece of shit. Bunch of cardboard that you had to paste together. You had to tape together. Weren't you actually secretly glad? Yeah, I, looked at it and I was like, okay. Well, now I know that all of this is shit, and I never have to worry about it again. The secret decoder ring. Though, really, I the monkey thing, it just pains me that I wasn't born earlier, because I would have said I don't have and bought a monkey. I bet you would have. Could you imagine how awesome I would have been if I was a teenager and had a monkey? Like, when you met me, if I had a monkey, you'd sit on you my keep shoulder. keep it in your locker at school? He'd, yeah, like the mice I kept there, yeah. Mm-hmm. He could have lived in my locker. He could have ridden on my shoulder wearing a little biker hat and smoking a cigarette. He would have been just like me. Would have been awesome. All right, next story. John H. Gass hadn't had a traffic ticket in years, so the Natick resident was surprised this spring when he received a letter from the Massachusetts Registry of Motor Vehicles informing him to cease driving because his license had been revoked. I was shocked, Gass said in a recent interview. As far as I was concerned, I had done nothing wrong. It turned out Gass was flagged because he looks like another driver. His driving privileges were returned, but he alleges in a lawsuit only after 10 days of bureaucratic wrangling to prove he is who he says he is. And apparently he has company. Last year, the facial recognition system picked out more than 1,000 cases that resulted in state police investigations. Yeah, and a lot of those, the people weren't, they just looked like somebody else. This is another thing like uh, naked body scanners and all the other shit the government's trying to use to stick it to you. Mm-hmm. We we need to just say no. This shit is not ready for prime time yet. The facial recognition software, everybody thinks it's going to be like 24 where they're like, oh, I got him on satellite three. We're falling into right, the city. And you can zoom in and it's never a grainy image. And people right. are always fully turned towards the camera. Right. And it's going to work okay for a little bit. And then one day we're going to shoot somebody from a satellite and it's going to be the wrong guy. People look like other people. You and I have talked about this before. I honestly believe there's like 15 facial archetypes and everybody kind of fits into one of those one way or another. Well, I know I have many doppelgangers. I think you emit some kind of weird pheromone that makes people think they recognize you. I know. Because I have seen them. People say, oh, I thought you were so-and-so and and -and so-and-so does not look like you. (laughs) You know, it's like you're some kind of weird chameleon that just looks like whatever people think you should look like. I guess so. I think you would look better without your shirt on. Oh, get your chameleon tits out. Ew. (laughs) But it is weird, and I I think it's going to be a problem. 
Especially since facial recognition software they've proven before can be totally fucked up by something as simple as a little eye makeup. Right, or, you know, a broken nose, or God knows what else. It does explain, however, when the Terminator came back from the future, it could not find Sarah Connor. It's just not that good. It's not that good. Well, even the facial recognition programs that we have for sorting photographs. Yeah, I where... all of my kids are the same person. <laughs> they're all the same person, and sometimes they're you. Yes. <laughs> and they do look similar, but they don't look that similar. Like you, it doesn't look like so similar you can't tell them apart. Need some yeah. improvement. Hopefully, if more people sue, then they'll either discontinue using it. But that's the thing: the government will just say you can't sue us over this. Yeah, that's, that's probably true too i guess it depends on how much revenue they generate from it right yeah i guess this kind of stuff like i said just worries me i don't want to have this kind of shit happening because the you know they're going to start sending you tickets based on shit they think they saw on a closed circuit tv at the mall or something uh we have a picture of you scratching your balls that's indecent here we're going to send you a 50 dollar ticket done but it's not me um, prove it and that's the problem is with a lot of this stuff, you have to prove that you didn't do something wrong that's instead true. of them having to prove that you did. And that's not right. I believe we have a constitution that says, no, that's not how it's supposed to work. We'll see. It's not going to matter anyway because the government's going to run out of money in a couple of days and we're going to revert to barbarians and it's going to be Mad Max all over Texas. It's going to happen. Well, you know, if there is a zombie apocalypse, at least you know our nephew is prepared as well. Because he has very similar thought processes on that as you. In fact, yeah. he and his friends actively role play trying to figure out what they're going to do. It's their own version of natural disaster. Yeah, but you know, I talked to him a little bit a couple times when all the girls mm -hmm. weren't around about it. Mm -hmm. He's not. Mm -mm. I wouldn't want it. He's, you know... When you, you know, remember Walking Dead, there's like the good team, and then there was the guy they had to leave on the roof. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. He's the guy I'm going to have to leave on the roof. He, he is more interested in racking up zombie kills than in getting the fuck away from zombies. And that's not good. The romantic side. You, know, you, don't, you don't want that guy. He's like, well, we're going to go to the sporting goods store. There's going to be fucking zombies everywhere, dude. You have to get out of town. Get the fuck away from town. No, no, no! You don't. No, you don't understand. You're a punk. You're not on my zombie team. Get off. They were. He was going to use an axe to fight zombies. What? Are you kidding me? <sighs> <laughs> Seriously. I love how disgusted you get by that. <laughs> and chainsaws. That was the other thing. What? Machete, you dumbass. That that's what happens when you grow up in the fucking Midwest. You're just dumb. Sorry. Stop it. <laughs> All right, you got any other stories over there? I don't. All right. Uh if they want to call us, we're gonna call us. They can call our Google line at two one four two six seven nine eight nine nine. Email RWTY show at gmail dot com. Don't forget you can juicy blue bread com leaves Ruby on iTunes. You know what to do. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. 
Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3 signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Thank you.